Now let's take a look at the bigger picture with Anthony Saccaro, President of Providence Financial and Insurance Services. Good afternoon, Anthony. Thanks for being here. Hi, Caroline. Thank you for having me. So, Anthony, Ben was just saying any move lower than 1% higher should just be considered a down day. I don't know if I agree with that. I see green. That, to me, is up. But, uh, you know, we've been seeing the market holding steady after that massive sell-off last week. How are you feeling about the market? Is the worst behind us or ahead of us? Yeah, I wish I could be a little more optimistic than I probably am. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm hoping that the worst is not ahead of us, but I'm, I don't believe it's behind us either. I hope we're somewhere in the middle. Part of the massive sell-off, matter of fact, I'm going to say all of the massive sell-off last week was because of the surprise announcement of the 0.75% rate hike instead of the 50 basis point rate hike that we were all expecting. And that could be telegraphed once the May unemployment, uh, I'm sorry, inflation number came out at 8.6. Uh, but that's what caused the sell-off. Now, going forward, we hope that inflation number comes down. Uh, but the Federal Reserve, as you've talked about on the show already, uh, as in Jerome Powell this morning in his testimony, indicated that they're going to do whatever they can to bring that inflation down to 2%. And I'm reading into that, that what, whatever they need to do when he said that means that if they got to drive the economy into, into a recession, then that's what they got to do. They're caught between a rock and a hard place. They, they have the choice of not uh, driving their economy into a recession and dealing with high inflation or lowering inflation with the, the problem and, and the probability of driving the economy into a recession. And they've chosen the latter option. Inflation is their primary concern. It's probably going to drive the economy into recession. Uh, and, and my fear is that inflation stays high, unemployment goes high, and we get into a recession. That would be the worst case scenario. If that happens, then the worst case scenario for stocks or the worst is still ahead of us. But let's just hope that it doesn't come down to that. What is pricing in a recession going to look like in this market? Oh, I hate to even throw any kind of prediction out there now, but the reality is, is that the market is, you know, currently in bear market territory. I think depending on the day, it's kind of ranged between 20 and 23 percent down the S&P 500. Um, you know, is it could it go more than that? Absolutely. Uh, I think that if in a worst case scenario, and, and we don't know what that means, right? No one knows, but I think it could double down. I hope that doesn't happen. I think we could go to 25 or 30% down. I think that's likely that that's possible. You know, hopefully it doesn't go to 40 or 45%. We've seen that happen twice in the last 20 years, right? With the tech crash, almost half with the financial crisis, so, you know, where it was down 60%. I hope those aren't likely scenarios, but we can't say it's not possible. Don't you think some of it is already priced in, though? We did already have one negative quarter of GDP, right? So the technical definition of a recession is two back-to-back -back quarters of negative GDP. Obviously, that had more to do with trade than it did consumption, so doesn't necessarily feel like a recession to many. Others say, hey, it feels like a recession right now because of these, these gas prices. Oh, 100% that it's priced in for now, but it's the future information that is going to determine what's going to happen with stocks. We have to remember that the stock market was you know, 3% higher than it was or, uh, or so before uh, the May inflation number came out at 8.6. We thought that it was going to be lower. It was telegraphed to be lower. It didn't happen to be lower. So what happens if inflation stays stubbornly high and the Federal Reserve is now forced to do another 75 basis points rise the next time instead of the 50 that they're talking about? So it's priced in for where we are now. But if inflation stays high, continues to stay high, then it's going to have to reprice. And that's where the downward side of the market is going to be. And don't forget, we still have a war going on 
there are still uh, major supply issues. The, the Federal Reserve can only control the demand side by raising interest rates, but they have no control over the supply side. And that's also a huge issue with factories closing in China, the war in Russia, and so on. So there's more that you know, there's more information that could cause the market could go down that's not priced in yet. So, Anthony, how do you invest in an inflationary, higher rate, volatile market in an economy that could be tipping into a recession? Yeah, I, I like to guide my clients into investing for what you know you can count on. And that would be things like dividends and interest. We're focused heavily on dividend equities and, and, and other investments that pay dividends or interest that are not equity related. The one thing you can count on right now is income. And Bank of America recently said that over the next 10 years, they expect that the market's going to be flat or slightly negative. And, if, and that doesn't mean flat like this. That means ups and downs and ups and downs where everything's washing each other out and no growth. And if we have a decade of flat market, which would follow history, by the way, then uh, the only thing you can count on is the dividends you're getting. So I'm going to recommend that you invest for what you can count on in the form of interest and dividends. All right. So income investing, what role should cash play in a portfolio? Obviously, I'm sure you're going to say it depends on age too. the closer you are to retirement, the less risky you want to be. But overall, where are you in terms of cash? Yeah, we're, the only cash that we have our clients in right now is cash that's going to be set aside for potential future drop in the market, which we don't expect to be. Um, you know, too long down the road. So cash is not a position that's going to be a long-term investment. It's just not paying anything at this point. With rates going up, maybe that changes, but that usually takes years to follow. So it's, it's something that is only a temporary holding point for future purchases if the stock market goes down, as we think it's probably likely from here. But it's not a long-term class in our books. So are you making a list now and is it mostly stock picking or are you going sector uh, specific? I know you, you already said you like income opportunities, but, but when we see maybe a little bit more shakeout, what is it that you're going to be going after? Yeah, so it's a combination of different income options. There are things outside of stocks, uh, common stocks that produce income, things like BDCs that are going to be volatile, or probably on the downside that are going to be good deals later. Preferred stocks going to be good deals. Even bonds now are looking very attractive. So certainly in the fixed income side, we're going to be putting some money in that area for people that have cash. But at the same time, dividend-paying stocks, value stocks with high dividends is what we're focused on as well. Um, and that's, that's what we're going to be focused on for part of our clients. But we work in the retirement market. I work with people that are retired or close to retirement. So you know, most of our clients probably have no more than maybe 30% in stock and 70% in other fixed income. And if you're living off the interest and dividends, then the short-term fluctuations of your portfolio don't mean anything because you're not having to sell shares to get access to your cash every month to pay the bills. All right, we'll leave it there. Anthony Sicaro, president of Providence Financial and Insurance Services, thanks so much for sharing your strategies and your insights. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Caroline. Great to be here.